Hello and welcome to the Orchard Church Family Ministry Podcast. My name is Jason Holmes and I serve as the family's pastor here at the Orchard Church where we are helping you make disciples in the home. Now this podcast and all of its previous episodes can be found on Google, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you find your podcast. Now in the past couple of weeks, we've had several of our Orchard staff on this particular podcast, so please go back and check that out. But today we are super excited because within the student ministry, we have something that we call DCs, Discipleship Coordinators. And today we have the Middle School Discipleship Coordinators of the Orchard Church, Dylan Patrick and Mara Williams. Hey guys. Hey, hey Jason. So what a treat. It is so fun watching you guys serve at the Orchard Church, and it is a it is a true joy to serve alongside you. And I see things like even in these COVID days, like driveway drop-ins or the, the, I know that everybody's got the Zoom fatigue and things like that. So I'm just, I'm so encouraged by the creative ways that you, you guys try to, uh, to still continue to invest in the students of the Orchard Church. Yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting season, Jason, just trying to figure out how to do that. You know, we've had a lot of step forwards and it's kind of like, Oh, now we got to take four steps back. But, you know, we're still optimistic. We're finding new ways each and every week. Like like you said, the the driveway drop-ins, like those were a blessing to us. And I know they were a blessing to the students as well. And so just, just be encouraged. Like we're finding different ways. And, you know, big shout out this week or in, and also the following weeks, we're going to start doing midweeks at a park. So we'd love for students to come join us, come hang out, friends, fellowship, and Frisbee, you know. Yeah. So we're super socially distancing, we're still, of course. still working towards those things, but but yeah, oh, I love the way you're you're working to connect people. Still, um, I love that. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. Tell me, just in a, you know, try to in just a minute uh, or less, give me an idea. What brought you to the Orchard Church? Sure, I'll go first. Um, so I was just feeling a calling on my life to uh, move in a different direction. I was formerly employed at in the children's ministry at a different um, church. And thankfully there is the availability at the orchard to work with middle schoolers and um, just got really excited my heart for that opportunity and uh, started uh, over a year ago now. And have been with these awesome students and this awesome church family. So. Great. Yeah. Along uh, the same lines, I've, I've been in student ministry almost five years now. Crazy to think. And um, you know, there's just, I, t- I just saw a need for discipleship and discipleship is such a big heartbeat for me myself that I was like, this is a great opportunity. And like, along the way, we got to meet the students. We fell in love with their personalities, all the families we got to meet. And, you know, just as the, the mission statement is love, love others and make disciples. That is a core for us in middle school, especially as middle school discipleship coordinators. Yeah, that's great. Hey, tell me this. How has Jesus changed your life? DP, why don't you go first? Oh, I'd love to. So there was a time in my life where I was alone and scared. There was nothing in this world that could satisfy me. Like I just felt alone and not fit in. And I was scared of my own friendship or value in my own life. And then I encountered Jesus, the saving grace, his love, his mercy. And then I was found. I had other believers that encouraged me, built me up. And I was no longer afraid of things of this world because our God is bigger than this world, and He promises that He will take care of us in this life and the life to come. And that's such an encouragement. And so, you know, I'm going to ask this on the podcast: Do you have a story like this? Love to hear it. I have a story like this. Yes, 
before I met Christ, I was um, lost and broken with no purpose. Um, And um, thankfully, I had people that poured into me and pointed me to the cross. And um, ultimately, I made him the Savior and King of my life. And now um, he has called me into ministry, and it has been such a blessing for him to continually point me um, to the purpose that I ultimately find in him. And, um, yeah. Hey, that's great. I I love that. I I can just think about my life before Christ, and he has radically changed my life. It gives me a life of hope, not just in this life, but in the life to come. And so I I see that in you, and, uh, and I'm so thankful for the way that that hope overflows into the lives around you. But let's talk about this for a second. We, we hear the word discipleship. You guys are called discipleship coordinators. What is a discipleship coordinator at the Orchard Church? What, what is a DC? Glad you asked that, Jason. I'd love to explain that a little more and to hear Mars aspect as well. But a discipleship coordinator, we are, we're in charge of discipleship among students and that looks different. You know, we have Bible studies, and but we're also taking them along in our life. We're coming alongside them and their parents, showing them, look, like it's not just your parents' faith, it's your faith. And we want you to understand that because it can't be your parents' faith. It has to be your own faith. And that's what we're just trying to embed in our students. And, you know, we're having fun along the way. We're going to their high school game. Well, not so much anymore, but we, we're visiting their schools and going to sporting <laughs> events, you know, and like, just doing all these fun things to show them that like, yes, we're intentional about studying God's word, but we're also going to show them like, you need to love one another. You need to show people the love of Christ. And that just goes far beyond what I got as a, as a middle schooler growing up. And I just wanted to extend that to them. And I'm just so happy. Like we've seen in our students, a fire that they've started to light up and there's been a shift. And so that's just so encouraging to us. And you know, we can't take all the credit. It's the Lord ultimately working through us, but we're glad we're a part of the orchard and just focusing on discipleship in the families and with students. Yeah, definitely. Um, just to add on, um, DP hit that on the head, of course. Um, discipleship is just so important, and it's something that I think we see a lot, lacking a lot in a lot of areas. And so it's been such a privilege to partner with these students um, individually and in groups. Um, just because we know and we know personally how important it is to have a relationship with Christ and have um, to nourish that walk. But even more important for us to come alongside them is they learn how to do the same. Um, And it's just really encouraging because this group of students is just, like he said, on fire. I've never been in a group of such hungry students. They're hungry for the word and they challenge us constantly. They're, They're asking us questions that we have to go and find answers to. And that that is, I mean, more than I could have ever asked for in, in this kind of, I mean, with students of this generation. So, yeah. And one of the cool things too, is I watch you guys come alongside these students and families and ministry and partner with the leaders too. Um, it's, it's so cool because I know your heart for the word. I know your heart to get them into discipleship relationships or maybe D groups or those kind of elements. And, and that's a great way to partner with the small group leaders as well. But I see you guys in the community. I see you at their schools or saw you when we were pre-COVID days, but I know that you were always there. You were always looking to connect at lunches. You were trying to be a part of the field days. You were trying to be any any way we could. We had a great partnership with the school systems, and, and uh, I just really appreciate seeing you guys in the community, really meeting the students where they are, because it reminds them, hey, you matter. 
Yes, mm-hmm. you matter to God, but you matter to us. And we love to spend time with you. And that, that then reinforces that element when you're pointing them to the hope that is found only in Jesus. Um, they're latching on because they trust you and they trust you uh, with what you're saying because you've, you've backed it up with, you know, your presence in their life. And then the families see that the families, I love when I saw those driveway drop-ins and I saw people posting online, Hey, we can't get to the church, but the church is coming to us. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's, that's high praise from parents right there. And so, yeah, I love, I love that. I love that element of the discipleship. Hey, what does it mean? What does it mean when you hear the phrase family of missionary servants sent to make disciples of Jesus Christ? So as a family of missionary servants, I mean, I just see that as just the body of Christ. You know, we're called to be missionaries in our hometowns, in our own homes and in Carterville and the greater Memphis area. Um, Not only I know when we think missionaries, a lot of times we think overseas and like, I guess, theoretically bigger things than than just home. But um, I think the cool thing about that being our church's statement is that we're called to be missionaries in our own homes. Um, And I love that it says we're family because we're all part of God's family. And um, and I think that our church does a really good job of making you really feel like family. Um, But we're sent to make disciples. That's our call. That's the call that he placed on our lives um, in the Great Commission. And because um, we're called to make disciples and it's an honor to get to be a part of carrying out that kingdom plan. So. Yeah. And, you know, it just makes me think of, you know, when you say family, drop the walls, we're all going through something. There's some, somebody else in life that has gone through what you've gone through and just be encouraged that we're a family of missionary servants. We're there to focus on discipleship, to point one another back to the cross, the hope that we find in Jesus Christ. You know, and that, that's a perfect statement of our church is that we are a family of missionary, ser- missionary servants sent to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And that is a heartbeat within each and every one of our staff members. I see it day in and day out. And it's I've never been a part of something like this. And it's just so exciting. Like, I'm, I'm super excited to, to work every day. And like, you know, we just really mean it. And so it's just so encouraging. And that's what it means to be family. We're there in the good times, but we're also there in the bad times to point you back to the hope we find. Yeah, that's great. And I love on previous podcast, John Nix was on here. He said, you know that every believer is sent. Every believer is sent. And where are you sent? Wherever your feet are, is what he said. You know, yeah. so wherever you are, I mean, you are overflowing that heart. Uh, that relationship with Jesus. You are overflowing the love, the grace, the mercy, a reflection of Christ in you. And yes, we are a family of missionary servants sent to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And so I I, I love that. Hey, let me ask you this. In in the context of student ministry, I know you guys, you're you're investing in the students, but then you also play a role with the small group leaders. And so what energizes you when it comes to partnering with uh, uh, the small group leaders at the Orchard Church? I'll tell you, we've got killer small group leaders. Just I've had so much fun getting to meet them this last year and just to see each individual person just they bring something new to each group they're doing. And it's so encouraging because like we'll be walking around kind of dropping in and like they're, they want to be there. That's the first thing I want to tell you. Like those small group leaders want to be there pouring into students and they're having fun along the way. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I hear laughing and, but they know when to get serious. And most importantly, they love Jesus just as much as we do. 
you know, and we're working on the front lines with students and parents, but they're alongside with us. We would consider them, they're doing just as much groundwork with us sometimes as if not, you know, and so just the small group leaders are a big part of student ministry. We love each and every one of them that serve with us. They make a difference just as much as we do. Yeah, absolutely. And we we love to have them involved and and even not just the small group aspects on a Sunday morning, but having them just pop pop in at a park visit and throw the frisbee with the students. Um, just how you said, Jason, that that we are you know making it that impression and growing that relationship and that relational equity. It's just really encouraging to see them dive all the way in with a lot of those things as well. Yeah, and I love the way that that's an expectation. That's an expectation in the student ministry is that it's not just a Sunday morning thing. It's just like life, right? It, 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 you are you are coming alongside families in ministry. You're partnering with families. And in the same way, the leaders, you guys, the small group leaders, you and the small group leaders, y'all are coming together to, to – uh, to be that family of missionary servants sent to make disciples. I mean, you're coming alongside those students in that. And so I love the way that, that there's a partnership all across the board in that. And so, yeah, I love that. Hey, let me ask, let's play a little fun game here. Okay. Let's play a little fun game. Uh, so today in this moment, we're talking to the middle school discipleship coordinators, Mara DP. Um, but let's play a little game. The DC most likely to, I'm going to say a phrase and you, you just instantly tell me what's on your mind and let's do. So obviously there's DP, there's Mara, but then let's also include the high school discipleship coordinators as well, which includes DJ and Hannah. So, um, the DC most likely to. So as a, as a way to start something simple, the DC most likely to be drinking coffee is Anna. Anna Valentino. Yeah. All right. So you get the, down. Yeah, you get the way this works. So just quickly, you know, whatever the answer is. Okay. Um, the DC that is most likely to be last to a meeting is. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more. No, honestly, there's aspects where we're all late. I don't know if I can singly put that on. You know, some more late than others, Mara. But you know. <laughs> I've been late a few times and we all have. So I, I don't know if we I can pin it on one person. We have had to call him a few times to get him to, you know, wake up and come in to meet. That's true. <laughs> During the coronavirus, I've been a little sleepy. All right. So the DC that would be the first to speak to someone is. Dylan Jones. Yeah. I'd either you know, DJ's DJ. real good at that. All right. The the DC that is the most competitive is. Oof. I have to go with me. I'm really competitive. As much as I hate to say it, like I'm really competitive. DJ is real close with me though. I like, say DJ. Yeah. The DC that is that wants to be in control is. <laughs> um, let me ask you this way the dc that always finds himself or herself in control is that could be any of us i think it honestly depends on what we're doing at the time you know because like we all have different passions but we're all working together in ministry you know and so like many of us will will speak up and say hey i want to do this i'm going to take charge you know we point guard it as we like to call it yes. you know and so i Honestly, I think it really depends. Like, you know, I lean a little more towards like games and stuff because I, you know, we like to have fun and stuff. But 
I also love teaching and I know every one of us, we love to teach and pour into students. So honestly, it just depends on what we're doing. The DC that is most likely behind the scenes is Mara Williams. <laughs> she does more than a lot of people realize. The DC that always wants the microphone is <laughs> DJ. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty of that one too. I love being on a mic. <laughs> How about this? The DC who is the biggest team player is PP. Uh, don't don't flatter me like this. <laughs> it's true. Uh, do I even need to go into this? But the DC who is the most positive is DP. <laughs> I'll go with that one. <laughs> so, so there's an inside joke on that, right? Right, DP. We took the the strengths finders test one time, and your positivity was off the charts, right? You and I, the two you know, of us, I, right? It was uh, competitive in that one too, but you know. <laughs> All right, so let's let's transition a little bit. Let's do a little staff culture. Same same idea, but the DC who is most likely to, or whatever uh, the context, right. staff culture. So the DC who most likely exemplifies selfless service. TP. You know, uh, I mean, I think we all sacrifice selfless service. You know, we, we all put each other and others before us sometimes. And, you know, so I, I think we have a good blend of that, you know, and, and like I said, it just depends on what's going on. Some of us, tend to do it more than others on, and you know, and everybody's going through a different season of life, yeah. you know? And so we, we like to step up for one another when they can't. How about this? The DC that really shows that dedication to discipleship. DJ. I yeah. mean, I think we all do, but DJ just comes out of him. Yeah. You know? He's the type of guy you'll walk in, he'll back you into a corner and say, you join a D, you join a D group today. Great. <laughs> He's just real intentional with it. It's awesome to see. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. How about this? Speaking of the staff culture, the DC that exemplifies energy and excellence. TP. He's always consistent with his energy. And with that, I think we're all, I think we all have areas that we're more excellent, but, um, but yeah, definitely. DP always brings the energy. What about when we talk about um, the honor and humility? Who really exemplifies that? I, I'm going to go with Morris. You know, she's she's pretty straight shooter and just saying, you know, she she's real honorable and she shows humility a lot. Like some of us will, you know, we'll, we won't speak up sometimes, but Mara likes, she'll speak up and, you know, just encourage us or tell us, Hey, like you need to, you need to get your act together. <laughs> well, one of my favorite things is the way you all, all four of you, you do have that dedication to discipleship. You do want to point others to the hope that is found in Christ. You do exemplify that energy and excellence in all you do. You do ha carry, uh, um, 
that, that, that element of selfless service or service over self, you know, so you, you put yourself second, um, that honor and humility overflows out of your life. And it's fun. It's fun watching the team work together. It's fun watching you guys, you know, partner together in that ministry. And it really reminds me of that scripture out of Philippians chapter two, that says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but consider others as more important than yourselves. And so it's really fun to watch that come to life when the DC, get together. And I really, it is such a joy to partner with you guys uh, in ministry and just watch and serve alongside you in that. Um, hey, tell me this, what's, uh, what's one of your favorite scriptures or what's one of your favorite scriptures today? Uh, you know, just, I was reading this morning and Second uh, Corinthians four sixteen really stuck out to me and it says, therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewing day by day. It's just a constant reminder to me that don't lose heart in that even though on the outside we're struggling on the inside, like when we have Jesus, we have that hope, we have that love, that mercy, and we're called to deny ourselves and to take up our cross daily, and we have to remember that. And so that's just something that I really love, and I've been, it's been going through my mind all morning. Yeah, so um, it was 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight. It says, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that the Lord in the Lord your labor is not in vain. So. Yeah, that's so good. I love these scriptures that it takes the it takes the confidence off of me. I, you know, mm-hmm. it takes the it puts that confidence back on Christ and back in the, the His work in my life. And I mean, it's so encouraging. Whether it's you know the Psalm one nineteen eleven or the Psalm one nineteen one hundred five or the Hebrews four twelve or the Second Timothy three. Uh, uh, 15, 16 or 16, 17, whatever it is, you know, that, that just, it just builds up my confidence in Christ and in his word. And I love the way the word overflows out of your life and your hearts and into the lives around you. So again, it is such a joy, such a privilege to partner with you guys. Hey, any last words, maybe to middle school families, any, any, any shout out you want to give to middle school families here? Just be encouraged. We're finding ways to reach out to your middle schoolers and hey, reach out to us. We'd still love to be doing driveway drop-ins. Like mm-hmm. even though we've slowed down a little bit, we're still willing to make the time and we're gonna respect each and everybody's wishes on whether or not we're gonna, you know, we wanna respect the families and say, Hey, like if we can give you a high five, we would love to give you a high five. But if we're doing the social distancing and following those guidelines, like we're gonna respect you in that, but we just wanna let you know that you matter not only to God, but to us, you know, and, and so we want you to feel that and we're here for you every step of the way. And we want you to know we're for you. Mara, yeah. Anything to add there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, he, he said everything that needed to be said, but we love you guys. We miss you guys. We cannot wait until we can fellowship together and we're excited about the opportunities coming up that are going to give us little glimpses into that gathering together again, like this, these Wednesday nights at the park, um, just be looking, looking out for those resources we're sharing, um, and the information about events that are coming up. So, um, yeah, just connect with us. We want to connect with you. Yeah. 
And I know it's difficult. I know that that the Zoom fatigue, and I know that you are gathering already. I mean, you you are continuing to gather, but you're referencing on site and being together, or or being in the park yes. together physically. And I know that you're longing for the for for those moments again. And so I get that. But I, I've told you this over and over again. You guys know it. You're a part of my family, and uh, not just the the family of the Orchard Church, but you're a part of my family. I, I've I enjoy watching you guys grow and mature and and lead and make disciples who make disciples. And so it's such a privilege to come alongside you guys in that and and the partnership in ministry that we have. Uh, it's a real joy. So as a reminder. You can catch this podcast and any others on Google, Apple, Spotify, wherever it is that you find your podcast. We are helping you make disciples in your home. We're a family, a family of missionary servants sent to make disciples of Jesus Christ. And so any way we can help you, uh, please communicate with us, comment below, or send us an email at, uh, you can send one to me, jason.holmes at theorchardchurch.com. Dot com. I'd love to connect you uh, deeper into right now our middle school ministry at the Orchard Church. So be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast if you're that way you're sure not to miss any of the future episodes. If you have a suggestion, email us. But as we go, what do you think, guys? Love God, love others, and make disciples, right? Absolutely. Amen. It's been a real privilege. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Jason. Thanks, Jason.